It's time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Today, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, technical editor Kira Bass and educator Laurie Fisher. Here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanne, and welcome to everybody on this uh, post-Thanksgiving weekend. We hope you had a wonderful holiday, and we also hope you can spend the next hour with us because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So that's what we are looking for this morning. Um, We will be giving you questions on many different subjects, and we hope you will be answering our questions and maybe giving us some of your own. Uh, We look forward to hearing from you. This is a good time to call in. So here are the two numbers, area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll free, yes, we have a toll free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. As I said, this is really a good time to call. Uh, if you call now, we will get you on very soon and we will have a nice back and forth. Uh, we just don't want you to wait till the last part of the program and uh, we don't want to miss your call. So call now if you can, 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. Uh, we also have the option of uh, emailing. You can email us with a comment or a question. We prefer you call because we enjoy talking to you, but you can email if you have an answer in mind. And that email address is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. That is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That's the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Of course, if you'd like to hear us in live stream, that is at K-A-L-W dot O-R-G. And if you are waiting for the podcast, it should be up in a reasonable amount of time today. And that will also be at KALW.org and many, many other places, uh, particularly Apple. Um, but um, start with KALW. I'm sure that would be appreciated. We will start with a round of introduction and then a round of questions. And here's the first Maybe you can join us. No, that's not what she had in mind. Uh, Kira Pace wishes a happy and successful small town Saturday to all who participate. Did I write town? Small business. Oh. Did I write small town? Business. I apologize uh, if I did. Small business. Small business Saturday. I'm sorry. That is my, I, I'm always, I guess I think of those things together. So <laughs> I'll start that again. Kira Pace wishes a small, wishes a happy and successful small business Saturday to all who participate. Oh, there uh, we go. nailed it. There we go. You nailed it. There you go. Lori Fisher, formerly known as a few other things, is hoping for the day we can lose the formerly known as Twitter from the thing now called X. And then even more hopefully, we will conveniently lose X. I, well, I'll just leave it there. And although he can be used as a sandwich or soup, our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, should not be kept in the refrigerator for more than three days. Good mm-hmm. advice. <laughs> yeah, good. 
And all that being said, we will start with Kira Pace. All right. Uh, actually, there we go. Sorry. I'm going to do some re-kajiggering of my computer screen because I don't actually have the Zoom faces up. There we go. All right. Uh, I have a lead-in question for you, followed by my list question uh, of sorts anyway. So here's the lead-in. Two cartoon shorts released roughly a year apart in the 1940s centered around a piano rendition of what piece of classical music? So there were two cartoon shorts released about a year apart, and they both featured their characters participating in uh, a rendition of a certain piece of classical music. What's is it? it uh, oh, go ahead, Laurie. You think? Was it the flight of the bumblebee? That's a good guess. Uh, it is incorrect, but I know I know why. I mean, you're I, there. I've seen cartoon versions. Dana, yeah. you must have it. Is it well? I, I don't know if this is what she had in mind, but I know they used it quite a bit. The the list Hungarian Rhapsody. That is correct. And do you yeah. happen to know the? Yeah. Well, one of them is. Um, Probably Tom and Jerry, right? Is Tom and Jerry one? Yeah, do you remember what it was called by any chance? No. This is the one that won the Oscar. They were both shown at the Academy Awards that year. Uh, And uh, one of them won an Oscar and the other did not. Best best animated short? Is that what it was? Anyway, uh, that one was called The Cat Concerto. And then the one that was released uh, slightly earlier was called Rhapsody Rabbit. Well, that must be Bugs. Yeah. Bugs Bunny? Right. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, well, who else could it be? All right. In 1940. Yeah, with Rabbit. Yeah. Um, so I have a number of twin films. These are films that are released roughly at the same time, usually within a year of each other, uh, that are somehow on a similar topic, like a, an oddly similar topic so i'm going to give you a year or a set of years and but these are these are fiction like these are dramatic films so you're yeah these are, these are largely big screen films okay all right i don't necessarily want to say they're dramatic because not all of them are uh but i mean they're uh, they're acted out they're not yes, dr- yes. they're not they're, documentaries. these are these are not like documentaries or anything okay. like that are we guessing the films or the connection or both you're you're guessing the films okay. so in all cases there are at least two films that Ooh. are released at roughly the same time and on roughly the same subject so you tell me both of them <laughs> All right. Uh, I have so many of these, so I need to... Kira, oh, we, we had a request that you turn your audio up a little bit. Oh, can you not hear me? Um, I'm just, that's just an email that I got, so... It sounds, a, li- you know. it sounds a little echo chambery or something, a little resonant. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I will try and fix that, uh, I guess. That's better, as, just, if you yeah, got closer or something. Just, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, the first one... Uh, from 1938 and 1939. They are films about feisty Southern bells during the American Civil War. So that is the first one. Uh, number two, from 1950. A woman is forced to move to an Italian island that has a certain topographical feature, and she's ostracized by the locals. So that is the second. Uh, number three, from 1964. 
accidental nuclear war. Hmm. Accidental nuclear war. Number four, 1973. Big screen adaptations of Broadway musicals about the life and times of the Christian savior. Um, let's do... Let's do 1979 and 1980. A family moves into a building where the father is possessed by a murderer and attacks his family with an axe. Uh, is the, that's number five. Uh, number six, uh, 1983 and 1984, a made-for-TV movie about the run-up to and aftermath of a nuclear attack. Oh, another one. Yeah. Uh, the next one, 1987 and 1988. A low-level employee in a New York company pretends to be an executive. Uh, also 1987 and 1988, a boy and his dad switch bodies. <laughs> uh, and finally, 1989, buddy cop film featuring a dude and his partner who is a dog. All right. Once more. Whew. All right. Uh, number one, 1938, uh, 1939. These are films about feisty Southern bells during the American Civil War. 1950, a woman is forced to move to an Italian island that has a certain topographical feature, and she's ostracized by the locals. 1964, accidental nuclear war. 1973, big screen adaptations of Broadway musicals about the life and times of the Christian savior. 1979 and 1980, a family moves into a building where the father is possessed by a murderer and attacks his family with an axe. 1983 and 1984, a made-for-TV movie about the run-up to and aftermath of a nuclear attack. 1987 and 1988, a low-level employee in a New York company pretends to be an executive. Also 1987 and 1988, a boy and his dad switch bodies. And finally, 1989, buddy cop film featuring a dude and his partner who is a dog. Again, each of these has two answers. Okay. Uh, right. Lori, go ahead if you know. Well, I, I I have part of one, I think. It's a 1964 nuclear accident, Dr. Strangelove, and On the Beach? It is not On the Beach. Okay, so Dana, uh, what's the other uh, one? I think you're thinking of Dr. Strangelove and Failsafe. Oh, that's it. Failsafe um, is correct. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah so good. nice tag team effort. Dr. Strangelove and Failsafe. And, and Joanne in 1973 says one of the movies is Jesus Christ Superstar, which I remembered. And the other ones I, I can picture, but I don't remember the name. Do you know that one, Dana? Uh, Another musical? No, I don't. I go to very few Jesus musicals. Um <laughs> It's not quite as well known. It's written by somebody it? Jewish. Um, yeah, no, I know which I know which one it is. The one with um, Ted Neely. Um, but that's yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. think of it. I'll think. Okay. Of it. All right. And, and, take one or two. Uh, let's see. Okay, so thirty. I imagine thirty-eight and thirty-nine. It's a, that's a tiny bit of a stretch because it's not quite the same plot but but i think what you're going for is uh jezebel in 38 and gone with the wind in 39 you yes so um, yeah they don't necessarily have the same plots but there are a lot of elements yeah they both have feisty bell southern bells yeah they definitely both have feisty southern yeah. bells um 50 
I'm sure that one is Stromboli, uh, the Ingrid Bergman, and but I can't quite think of what the other one is. Is that an English language film by any chance? The other one? I think so. It's certainly an English language title. And and the. I mean, I have half of some of these. The uh, the day after, I imagine, is the one from the eighties, right? The made for TV. That's the made for TV. The one with Jason it Robards. Is. Yeah, and the other one, if we have any uh, any, is British the British? Are you thinking of the British one? The yes. which is Threads. Threads, yes. Uh, which so is really that's the, that's the better one. But uh, yeah, is that another nuclear one? I didn't know the kind. Yeah, yeah it's it's just, it takes place in the UK okay. instead. So. And then the 87, again, I have, I think I have half of it, which is Secret of My Success. Is that the one with uh, Michael J. Fox? It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I'm not, I kind of think of, I'm trying to think of the other I don't, what, I'm not sure about the other one. So. What's the one where uh, Melanie Griffith? Um, the easier half of that. Thing. Yeah. Oh, is that the easy? Oh, that's the other one she was thinking of. Okay. It's, All right. um, it, it, hold on. A working girl. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, working girl in the secret of my success. <laughs> yeah. Where somebody gets in uh the sort of entry level. I think Michael J. Fox is in the mail room and uh Melanie yeah. is basically yeah. secretary and they masquerade as executives and have great right. ideas and romance somebody and uh, So I know some of those you only have half yeah. of, so why don't you just run over it quickly and all right. Well the going. ones we have left and we only we no no we do have two halves. Okay, nineteen fifty. A woman is forced to move to an Italian island that has a certain topographical feature and is ostracized by the locals. 1973, a big screen adaptation of Broadway musical about the life and times of the Christian savior. Uh, 1979 and 1980, a family moves into a building where the father is possessed by a murderer and attacks his family with an axe. Uh, 1987 and 1980, 88, a boy and his dad switch bodies. And 1989, a buddy cop film featuring a dude and his partner who is a dog. All right. Leave that out. And Lori, go uh, ahead. Well, I have a list, but I'll save it for later because it's a it takes a while to read. But this is a list that's short. I want to know ratings-wise, is a TV question for popular TV. In each decade, the 50s through the 2010. What was the most popular TV show on television for that decade? So it's the decade ratings aggregated. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, 2010s. So however many that is, that's seven of them. Give you two each. You mean a regularly scheduled program? Correct. For the decade? A regularly scheduled program. And let's just say it's not, it's a series. So it's not special events, not the Super Bowl. These are all scripted things on television. Okay. Is 90s uh, Seinfeld? It is not. Or Friends? It is also not Friends. Huh. Good guesses. So is 60s the Beverly Hillbillies? It is not, surprisingly. Uh, is the 50s I Love Lucy? It is. So give yourself a bell on that one. Very good. Out of curiosity, outside of the 1950s, are any of these sitcoms? Yes. Okay. Then, all right. Then I'll try the I'll try the sixties again. Is that the Andy Griffith show? It is not the Andy Griffith show. 
I'm sure they're okay. both in the top five, but not Andy Griffith. And what I about figure... the two and a half men? Say, say it again. Two and a half men. Um, what? Just so I know what I, I know, it's not it. But what decade is that in? Nineties. Nineties. Yeah. No, two and a half men is uh, like late knots, early ten or early teens. Is it? Is it that late? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's not on the list. Okay. Not in the top. So. All right. So these shows would have had to run several years. I I don't have the years, but I'm guessing they all ran at least five to seven years and maybe the entire decade, which would help a lot in having the highest aggregate ratings. Okay. And then I'll try one other show for the 60s. Is it a Western, say it Bonanza? Is, it is, say Bonanza. Very good. It is okay. Bonanza in the 1960s. I'm going to try one more if Go I ahead. can. Yeah. NCIS for, it's, let's say, the teens. I would say that's not it, but you're, that's one, it's in that genre, if that's a clue. Uh, and Joanne gets MASH and MASH is also not one of them. So we are looking for, we'll put it out there, the top rated aggregate TV show in ratings in the seventies, eighties, nineties, 2000, 2010. Uh, uh, Kara asked if any were sitcoms and at least one of them is a sitcom, perhaps more. All right. Very good. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Is that me? It is you. Okay, this is Roger in San Francisco. Hi, Roger. Um, I have six uh, names of very famous horses that belong to very famous men. Number one, Bucephalus. Number two, Incitatus. <laughs> Number three, Marengo. Number four, Copenhagen. Number five, Palomo Blanco. Number six, Roma. Wow. These are in order, uh, historical order, more or less. Is Bucephalus Alexander the Great? Is, is who? Is Bucephalus Alexander the Great? You are right. Do you know what Bucephalus means? I do not. It means ox face. Huh. Wow. <laughs> and is the second one, well, is it Invitatus? Is that Julius Caesar? No. Nobody knows the name of Caesar's horses. He has oh. a number, but nobody knows the names. All right. But you're on the right track. All right. Well, they don't get it. Uh, Why well, no Copenhagen? Because it was famous because it belonged to this guy, but it was famous because of what this guy did with the horse. I do know Copenhagen because that was the Duke of Wellington's horse. Oh, right. He had it at Waterloo. Yeah, Copenhagen at Waterloo. Um, oh wait, the second one is that a clue for Caligula? You are right. This was Whoa. the horse he famously <laughs> appointed to the Senate. Oh, good, <laughs> excellent. And you have left Marengo and Roma. These are fairly easy to figure out if you think. We're up into the slightly more modern times. And we Marengo. Don't have, we don't have Paloma Blanco either, right? Yeah. Um, Marengo, you got Copenhagen, right? Marengo is related. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Marengo would be Napoleon's horse. That's correct. All right. All right. So I think that's about the, that's about as far as I can go. I don't have the others. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you could fill in the rest for us then. You want to leave them out or I can tell you? It's up to, it's up to you. Yo, you better tell us. That's okay. Go okay. ahead. Paloma Blanco was Bolivar's horse. Ooh. All right. And Roma was Mussolini. Oh. Yeah. All right. Good question. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you are listening to Minds Over Matter. We are here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We do hope you're enjoying the show. We would love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to give us a call. Area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. Or you can email us at mindsovermatter one M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1, that's the numeral one, at gmail.com. Our panels today, that would be Kira Pace, Technical Editor, Laurie Fisher, Teacher at Diablo Valley College. I am your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you are listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is K-A-L-W, your local public radio station. And uh, I guess I should do a couple of questions here. So, Okay. So you remember last week I asked you a question about um, about dog names. I'll ask you another related question. What is the most popular baby name? This is, I'm talking about 2023. What is the most popular baby name in the United States that is also on the list of most popular dog names? There are two that I'm looking for. So the, I'm looking for the two most popular baby names uh on the list uh, for 2023 that are also on the list of the most popular dog names. What last week's question was which dog names are also human names, right? It was Bentley. Uh, no, it was um, uh, my mom or something else. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, this is slightly different. But the, and the answer the was last Be- week Bentley was no, last week was car brands. Last week it was car brands. Uh, last oh, week I asked of the 25 race. most right. popular dog names. <laughs> Uh, which two are car brands. So, yes. So this week are, according to, uh, during 2023, what are the most popular baby names that are also the most popular dog names? So there are, they're both on within that top 20. And how, how many do we have? Just two. Just two. Just two. What about Bella? Ooh. Bella was popular for a long time, and I, it's still on the list for, Girl names, but not for dog names. Um, yeah, and by the way, these are both uh, girl names. Just okay. so you know, not Bella. No, okay. Girl name for human and dog names, probably. Also. Right. So again, with the most popular on the list of the mo- of the twenty most popular baby names, and what are the what do they have in common with the list of the twenty most popular dog names? Uh, there are two that match on those lists. Are, are they related to celebrity names like they so often are for humans? Like, uh, like Beyonce or Britney no, or something like that? I, mean, I, I can think of one famous celebrity who has this name, but but it's an older celebrity, so I don't think it's... It wouldn't be the 2023... Uh, all right, and no, it's not, nothing. So it's not, not, it's not, not Taylor. Taylor. No, okay. it's not Taylor. And the uh, second question I have, what are the six most populous states in the U.S. that have no national parks? I thought you asked this, no? No, you did not. 
No, I asked uh, the, the states that are west of the Mississippi that have no national parks, and none of these are the same states. Yeah. So what are the six most populous states in the U.S. that have no national parks? This seems more your wheelhouse. No. Um, what about Georgia? I don't know. Georgia that... is one. Yes. Oh, nice. Very good. Very good. Well, then I'll, I'll get, I'm thinking, because I don't, because I think a place with parks, but maybe Florida. Does Florida have national parks? Florida does have national parks. Yeah. Okay. Like Everglades. I just don't know what your national, what your state. Yeah. Uh, okay. Once more, the what are the two names that are on both the most popular baby names of 2023 and the most popular dog names of 2023? They are both girl names or female in names, I should say. And um, what are the uh, six most populous states in the U.S.? That have no national parks. Georgia Mass- is one. Does Massachusetts have a national park? Uh, Massachusetts is one of the states, by the way, that has no national parks. Very good, good work. Yes. Okay. Leave that out. And let me just check here. Um, Patricia is wondering if the twin film of Jesus Christ Superstar is the ruling class. But oh. no, that's not what you had in mind. Is it? It's not. I it's don't mu- know what that a, is. So it could be right, and I don't know. No, it's not a musical. It was a Peter O'Toole film where he had Yeah, it, he, but no. But it's this not. is another musical. It is another musical. Yeah, no, and it's can, a little oh. bit obscured. It involves, I think, a traveling carnival. Is it? Is it Godspell? Godspell. Yes, that's that's right. Okay. Really yeah, we good. had we had the, yeah, Chris had that answer. So Way to go, go, Chris. Yeah, that's it. Okay, sorry about that. And um, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Uh, am I on the air? You are on the oh, air. Right my now. name is Ruth. I'm in Berkeley. It was a question. What is the group name, the collective noun for tigers? Ooh. Royal Bengal tigers. The equivalent of so, pride. Pride is lion, so it's something like are that. Are you talking right? about yes. specific to yeah. Bengal tigers or just tigers no, in no, general? No, uh, no, tigers in general. What okay. a stripe, a stripe of tigers. Almost. It's, 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 I'll give you the, give it, it's streak. Ah. Look at the streak, uh, a black streak. Nice. Thank you, and I, I appreciate, and I think it was you, Kara, that um, gave us, the one part of the body that remains the same size at birth no, all I don't throughout think, your I life. I that was me. I think that might have actually it been another the eye. I think I asked that question at some point, but I, I can't guarantee I was the only one. I feel but, we all uh, we all asked that question. It, it yeah. was a wonderful. It was a wonderful answer. I, I, I answer to the question. Well, we'll, we'll all take credit. I, well, right. I'm glad you liked it. I'm the only one who did not ask that question. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All you right. Are not, you are not Spartacus. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We would love to hear from you. Um, feel free to give us a call. Area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. And uh, let's see, Kira, I believe it's your turn. Right. Um, what person holds the record 
for most wishes granted by a single individual for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. This you mean has granted a, more than 600 wishes for Make-A-Wish. As for instance, like a celebrity who. Yep. This is oh, the gra- this is the grantor, not the person who receives them, right? Correct. This, this yeah. person has granted the most wishes for a single individual for the Make a Wish Foundation. Okay. Is the person a current big time celebrity? Reasonably. But still alive, right? Yep, still alive, okay. and you've definitely heard of this person. Yeah. I know <laughs> that the professional there are some like big big time wrestlers that do a lot of that stuff. Like John Cena does a lot of stuff like that. Yes. John uh, Cena is the correct answer. Oh, is it? Okay. He, he always struck me as a quite a nice person. Um, so, okay. I, good. Thought, I thought it was, I was going to get Dwayne, the rock Johnson. He's in that genre, but that's great. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. All right. Go ahead. Kira. You can ask another question. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, with services that have lasted more than 46 years apiece, who were the five U.S. senators with the longest terms? So not necessarily in office right now, just overall. I will tell you that none of them is in office right now. Okay. All right. So these are the five all-time longest-serving senators, U.S. Yes. Senators, right? How about Everett Dirksen? Was he one of them? Nope. I think Strom Thurmond was one. Strom Thurmond was indeed. He's number four. 47 years, five months, eight days. And maybe Robert Byrd? Robert Byrd is number one. 51 years, five months, 26 days. All right. Leave that out then, I guess. Okay. That is out. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good morning, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Hi. Hi, hi. So some guesses. Uh, Going back uh, to the movie pairings, uh, 7980, The Shining, and Amityville Horror. Yes. Oh, good. Both of them, they move somewhere, Uh, and the father is possessed by a spirit that makes him attack his family with an axe. Nice job. Well, the credit goes to my lovely wife, Debbie. uh, Nice job, Debbie. That one out. Um, Was the 2000s um, the Big Bang Theory? Most popular. T- oh, decade. I'm sorry. It was not. It was not. Okay. It was not the that Big was, Bang Theory. Good guess. That was Debbie's guess, too. Yes. Um, and is Idaho um, one of the states that has no state parks? National? Uh, yeah, national. No, parks. because this came up actually the, when I asked the states west of the Mississippi that had no. Um, national parks, and it's because they have a very small sliver of Yellowstone, so they do actually have a oh, is, okay. is Crater of the Moon's National Park not a not, or Craters of the Moon not a national park? No, I think the only thing in Idaho is the oh. is the uh, that little part of Yellowstone. Well, it's probably not populous enough, right? You're asking for the most populous states without a national. This particular question, I'm asking for the most populous states that do not have national parks, but. Yeah. All righty. Well, we'll take the bell for The Shining. Um, nice. So it uh, still counts as Thanksgiving weekend. So my question is, uh, what percent uh, of the turkeys uh, produced annually uh, are consumed at this time of the year? Huh. It's, a lot. 
I wonder, I know it's, it's, I'm either reversing, I'm either getting this right or I'm reversing it. It was, it was either 80% were consumed at 20% leftover or 20% that were consumed or 80% leftover. I, I just don't Hello. remember. You, you got it right. 20, it's 20%. Uh, okay. Along same, roughly same number for the cranberry consumption uh, right. on an annual basis. Um, so what, what state is called the Sunshine State? Florida. That's Florida. Well, it is. Um, it, it used to be something else. It used to be that's um, right. South yeah. Dakota. Was it South Dakota? Is South you Dakota? The get... answer before I even asked. Oh, the I'm question. sorry. I thought that was the question. <laughs> that's exactly right. That was the question. Yeah. Apparently, in 1992, they had to remove it from their state flag <laughs> because Florida secured the nickname. But until that point, it was actually on the state flag of seven. Anyway, you guys are too good. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's a solid South Dakota knowledge, Lori. Yeah, definitely. It is. I, I am surprised I know that, but I do. Yeah. Uh, and we are about halfway through, so let's quickly repeat anything that has not been answered yet. Uh, Kira, we'll start with you. All right. So of my twin films, this is where uh, they are similar, something similar, uh, in films that were released roughly a year apart or within the same year. Uh, so the two movies uh, released in 1950, a woman is forced to move to an Italian Island that has a certain topographical feature and she is ostracized by the locals. Dana got one of them. Stromboli, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, looking for the other. Uh, in 1987 and 1988, two movies were released. Um, in which a boy and his dad switch bodies. And then in 1989, there were two movies released um, that were buddy cop films featuring a guy and his partner who is a dog. Also, I asked for the names of the um, five U.S. senators who had the longest terms. Uh, Each of them had a term of more than 46 years. Uh, So we have two of them so far, Robert Byrd and Strom Thurmond. Looking for the other three. The cop, the cop dog dude film. What was one with Tom Hanks? One was with Tom Hanks. So you're thinking of Turner and Hooch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Turner and Hooch is half of that answer. Right. Looking for the other half. Okay. Is the other half the one with the with Jim Belushi? Jim Belushi. It is, is that the one? Yep. Of course, I can't think of the name of it. But uh, but yeah, Turner you know and what? not That's Hooch. Fair. Yeah, somebody, somebody will. Somebody yeah. will. We'll get that. And am, uh, I'm sorry. Go I'm, ahead. I'm looking you for know. the popular, most popular TV show aggre- aggregatedly from each decade. The 50s was I Love Lucy. The 60s was Bonanza. We don't have the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. At least one of them is a sitcom. Can I make one more guess on that? Absolutely. Maybe with 80s and the Cosby Show. It is. Okay. It is very good. So. We're down to four of them, and I'll give a hint that one more of them is a sitcom. And that's all I have. Is it 1970s? It is. And all in the family? It is. Way to go. All right. So now we're looking at the 90s, 2000, and 2010s. We'll leave that out for the audience. All right. And um, so I'm looking for uh, on the list 
of the most popular baby names for 2023 and the most popular dog names for 2023, what are the two names in common? They are both female names. So on the list of the most popular baby names for this year and the most popular dog names for this year, what are the two names that are on both lists? They're both female. And I'm still looking for the six most populous states with no national parks. We have a couple of them uh, here. And Peter guessed um, Pennsylvania and Michigan. Michigan is not right, but Pennsylvania is. Wow. There's no national parks. So very good with that. Good. All right. And I believe it is Lori's turn. It is. So this is a follow-up on my introduction when I talked about X, formerly known as Twitter. I don't think I ever read about X where it doesn't say formerly known as Twitter. I am hoping that we lose that. So I'm going to give you the first names of companies that were formerly known as, and you tell me what they are. There are six of them. All the companies are extremely well-known. The first four are tech companies, and the last two aren't. So the company formerly known as Backrub is number one. Kadabra, number two. Kibble, number three. Auction Web, number four. Those are the tech ones. And I just have two more that are not in a different realm, but fun. Stag Party is one. And Psycho Seer, S-Y-C-O, Seer, S-E-E-R, is the sixth one. So I'm looking for Backrub, Kadabra, Kibble, Auction Web. These are formally known as, and we know them by a much better name. And then Stag Party and Psycho Seer. I'll give you two each. Are you saying well, Kibble like dog kibble? It mm. it it. It, that's the original kind of metaphor, but that's not what the, it turned out to be. Now, are these just basically working names uh, that they it, were just keeping until the company actually started? It, it's a little bit of both. And I re- read each one. Some were, all of them were seriously considered. Some were initially called that before they got big money behind them, but they weren't right. just on that. You know, sometimes you see a long list of hundreds of names. This was considered way higher up than that. And were desired, I think, by the person who founded the company. Uh, well, Stag Party. Is, oh, sorry. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kira. That's fine. Sorry. Go ahead. Cadabra is Amazon. It is. Cadabra is Amazon. Good. And Stag Party is Playboy. It is. So for the readers who don't remember that, oh, it's still around. Yep. Stag Party. You never hear that expression anymore. Okay. How about one of the others? Um, so I'm sorry. You just go over that list once yeah, more. The list we don't have. Back rub, kibble. Uh, 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 auction web and psycho seer. Can you spell the first one you're saying? Because I'm hearing back rub, and that can't be right. It is back rub, as if I'm rubbing your back. Two words: back rub, and right. it is a very well known company. But yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is, and the company is very well known. Well, auction uh, web, I believe, is eBay. Say it again. Was an auction web eBay? It is very yeah. good. Okay, good job. Okay, Dana, you got one more. Mm, not really. I'm, um, trying, I'm trying to think of what background would be, too. But I don't. Psycho Seer is the most fun. That's the one. It's not a tech thing. Something from. That is not a tech company. Yeah, more of a, it's more of a toy. Hmm. A toy. Yeah. Like a video game, sort of? Mm, I would say it, it predates video games. Oh. Okay. Is it psycho S-Y-C-O, Seer? It's S-Y-C-O S-E-E-R. Is it going to be something like a Viewmaster? It's getting close. How about the Magic 8-Ball? That's what it is. Nice. Oh, good. my God. <laughs> yeah. All right. I love that. Psycho Seer. 
And for those who don't know, it's a ball. You would ask it a yes/no question, and you turn it over, and it'd give you the correct answer every time. Should I kiss him? Yes. <laughs> to be seen. Yeah. Does he like me? Does he You're like to find me? Out? Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. All right. They were great. Okay. Very good. So we have a couple out there: back rub uh, and kibble, and I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. And the two numbers to join us with a question or answer, area code 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Peter knew that Stag Party was Playboy. Good for him. I'm sure it was just an academic exercise. Just just a coincidence. And uh, uh, Sparky um, knew that there are no national parks in New Jersey, which is correct. There are no national parks in New Jersey. Very good. And uh, Ellen was wondering if one of the dog dog slash baby names was Lucy. It is not. Um, So and then back rub. CM was saying that back rub equals Google. I think we got that. Did we get that? No, we didn't. And CM is correct. That was oh, all right. Good job. High list. Back rub. Thank God became Google. Good job on that. Okay. So we only need we only need kibble listeners. Okay, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. I believe the atomic clock is getting much much closer to midnight. So, what is the nuclear? What is the nuclear football? That is the, where the, the codes are kept uh, in a small briefcase for the president and, and follow him by, around wherever he goes. By somebody who has to be within 12 feet from the president. So right. it's pretty scary. Okay, uh, taking off from, uh, by the way, one of my uh, favorite movies for, uh, for Peter Sellers was The, the Master the Troll. Remember that one? Besides Dr. Strangelove. Oh, yeah, that, that's true. There was sort of a nuclear, there was a nuclear theme to that. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so take off from last week question. So the word semantic, it's referred to uh, language groups, including Arabic, Hebrew, Amharic, and Aramaic. So um, it has, as well as the word Arabic, it refers to people who speak Arabic. They could be any race or uh, ethnicity, but they just happen to speak uh, Arabic. So... uh, what can we do? You know, one of the, the song that keeps ringing in my head in the last several weeks is by John, John Lennon. Do you know which song it is? Do we know which song has been in your head? How, how about yeah, Imagine? Yeah, it was all of this nonsense happening in Ukraine and in Gaza. Which imagine. Song? Imagine. Go ahead. I you, think you it's Imagine. Imagine? That's what I'm guessing. It is. It is. That man <laughs> was just so much ahead of his time. Imagine. More people die in the name of religion than anything else over the last, you know, 5,000 years. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sick. I hate it to see. Yeah, let's all pray for peace and, uh, you know, all over the world and gather and everywhere else. Thank you. All the great show. Thank you and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Reed. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye. And let's see. Uh, Robert is wondering, hi, Dana. I'm guessing Zoe or Chloe. Those are both very good uh, names for the... Uh, girl baby slash dog names, but no, not that. And so, all right, let me ask you a quick question here. I have a feeling this is going to be gotten very quickly. Besides Norway, uh, what other country's name begins with N-O? 
Northern Ireland. That's not a country. No? Okay. Well, what about North Korea? Yeah. Are we talking about the English language names of these countries? Uh, yes. Okay. There, There's more than one. <laughs> there's two now. So countries, <laughs> yes. I've just decided there's more than one. <laughs> And North North Dakota is not going to count. Okay, let's no, get off. No. Let's get off the North thing. Okay, uh, right. So, what's the other country besides Norway and North Korea? Yeah. Anyway, is, think about that. Is it in Africa? Uh, it is not in Africa. I'll, I'll give you one more that's slightly less embarrassing. Um, what is the hardest bone in the human body? The hardest bone in the human body. Hmm. Is it in the skull? It is in that general region. Yes. General region. So it, it's one of one of the bones of the skull, or is it like in the head? It's in that general region. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll just guess mandible. As in the jaw. The jawbone. You are correct. Very correct. Nice. Yeah. All right. So back to besides North Korea and Norway, what are what country begins with N O? The country's name. And let's see. All right. Uh, the two numbers to join us. By the way, we we can take a few more calls here. We would love to hear from you. Area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Or toll-free, 866-798-8255. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, this is Rita in San Francisco. And Hi, Rita. In, in honor of Thanksgiving, uh, when was stove top stuffing introduced? Mm. I like stove top stuffing. Um, when was it introduced? I'm gonna guess. I'll start. I'll start the bidding at 1954. Mm, no. Too early, I too would early? say. Oh, I don't. I think he's close. You think so? Well, maybe you got it. Caller, I don't I remember it? that from my childhood. But uh, caller, are we close? I, I'm sorry. 1954 is the only one I heard. Yeah. How's no, that? that's that's not that close. Okay. Uh, no? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say 1984. Ooh. Now that's a little late. Okay. 1975. That's close enough. It was 1972. And the reason I looked this up was I heard some folks from, I believe it was the New York Times on the radio the other day. They were saying that it was marketers that uh, are, are responsible for us having uh, stuffing on Thanksgiving that consists of bread cubes and i frankly think that's ridiculous because night starting in 1960 one of my brothers and i were responsible every thanksgiving for cutting up the wonder bread to make the bread stuffing for our turkey i remember so, that too in the 50s and 60s my god yeah, that's yeah that was part, part yeah. definitely part of my 60s and stovetop stuffing then came around in 1972 so yeah. Anyways, love your show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It seems like a very labor-intensive operation. Uh, kind it of is. little pieces of Wonder Bread. It kept the kids busy. That's what I, I guess so. 
Yeah. And with knives too. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Okay, all right. Who is um, Lori? All right, do you have a quick question to throw in? Here? I, I do. Um, there's a brand new product that's very popular called Elf Bars that comes in flavors like thermal banana cake, blue cotton candy, and pineapple coconut ice. What is this product? You what? What is this product? It's is there new- any relation between the name of the product and the movie? Oh, I don't. Oh, the movie Elf. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's unlike. I'm trying to. I know the movie. I don't think so. That's clever. All right, just read that once more. Okay, there's a new product called Elf Bars that comes in a variety of flavors, including things like there's a bunch of them: thermal banana cake, blue cotton candy, and pineapple coconut ice. What is this product? Is it like? Is it? I'm I'm guessing it's not edible. Is that fair? that's very fair. Okay. Well, then I'll go with soap or surfboard wax. Those are my guesses. Those are such good guesses, but not correct. So when it's called Elf Bar, it's not implying it's a bar of anything. Um, I think it's implying that it might be shaped like a bar of something, like soap. That's what I think. I think that's what it's implying. But it's something that can be applied? No. no. I don't think you apply it. If, right. if, you, if used correctly, you're not applying it in the way you're thinking, like a deodorant or something like that. It's not, not like that. Okay. So you cannot apply it. No. Hmm. All um, right. Gotten Leave it very, out. It's gotten very popular recently. Uh, amongst the, uh, the younger people? I'm going to say yes. All right, but but by younger, you're probably people. So you, know, you and I would not be using this. I can only speak for myself, not you. But I'm not using it. You might be. Right. I doubt it. Kara, okay. maybe. Don't know. Don't know. All right. All right. And, it's, it's a good answer. Okay. And let's, go to, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello, Peter from Florida. Listen, Hi, Peter. Uh, of course, we got the Everglades as a national park. But why did you not include, I know the answer, Gettysburg as a national park? Big question. I know Gettysburg is a national memorial. It is not a national park. Or it, it's a and national military park. National uh, military right. park. Anyway, it is not classified as a, as a, as a regular national park. No. Right. That, that's your asterisk. And, uh, and, uh, uh by the way, what is the fastest land animal? Oh, it's the, is it the cheetah? Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, and what, what's its top speed and how long does it take to reach that speed? Oh. That, I, I would not know how long it takes, but it wasn't it around 35 miles an hour, something of that sort? Oh, it's way more. faster than that. Uh, is, it, is it 70 miles an hour? Yeah, yeah, 70, yes. Mm-hmm. And it takes about four seconds to reach that. Now, figure that. That is fast. But just tell me some unique features about, and this relates to, to its face. What is unique about the cheetah's face that relates to its hunting and running? Does it have something to do with its fangs? Say that again? Does it have something to do with its teeth? It ha- No, it doesn't. It, it, you, you actually mentioned something earlier when you talked about the tiger's face, the stripes. The stripes or the streaks? Yes, it's, it's the, uh, 
the lines that go from its eyes to its mouth. People say it's like the football players who put black under to absorb glare. So the black stripes absorb glare. But also something about its eyeballs, its retina. Do you know that this is unique? This is very interesting. This is a feature that makes him see in a certain way? Yes. Kind of a, is and it an infra, infraredish? Something with the infrared and the light spectrum? No. Do you know what fovea is? Fovea? No. Fovea. Fovea? Okay. You know, you hear macular degenerate. Macular is the center of your vision where you see color. When you look at something, it's like it covers like a quarter at arm's length when you look at a quarter. But the very center of your vision, when you look at a dot on a piece of paper, it's something called a fovea, the most densely packed uh, retina. And uh, the fovea of a cheetah is kind of a little oblong. It's kind of horizontal instead of being, like, instead of being round. So it can see, you know, the horizon. It's, It's a little spread out. It's a unique feature to... Isn't that cool? Yes. Very. Phobia. <laughs> Great word. All right. Thank you, Peter. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. If you'd like to give us a very quick call, we would love to hear from you. Area code 415-841-4134. Or toll free, 866-798-8255. Um... Kira, do you have a very quick question you want to ask? No, you don't. <laughs> okay. All right, Lori does. Go ahead. He's the only person to receive the Nobel Prize twice unshared with anybody else. So it's two different categories, same person, but unshared either time. Um, well, I always no. want to say Linus Pauling. You'd but... be right. Yeah, no, oh, that's correct. It? Yeah, do you remember? What did he win then? Do you remember? Uh, once is for did he win the peace prize once? He did, and then there was for um, what was it for physics? His, his extra career, close enough, chemistry, chemistry. Yeah. All right, yeah. okay, very good. All right, nice work. All right, there we go. Okay, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Yes, from Oakland about the senators. I'd like to ask. Is one of them our late and most honorable Senator Diane Feinstein, who took on exposing the CIA about waterboarding in our name, plus the senator who I believe she had a long-term crush on, which I believe was fully returned, the Honorable Patrick Leahy. Okay, uh, unpacking that guess, I believe uh, you are guessing Diane Feinstein, which is incorrect. She was a senator for 30 years, 10 months, 24 days, which does not re- reach the uh, 46-year threshold. But Patrick Leahy, uh, who I think you're also guessing is correct, oh, nice. uh, he was, um, oh, yeah, a long time. I don't have these years. More than 47 years. Yeah, more than more than 47 Nice. Yes, I loved watching them when they had um, televised committee meetings. You could just tell that she was crazy about him. I don't mean, you know, in a funny way, but you could tell she was just crazy about his mind, and he was just crazy about hers. I loved watching them. That's great. 
Oh, thank you very much. Bennett Romance. Very nice. Uh, Thank you very much. And uh, next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey, Danny and Sandra in Albany. Hello. Hi. I'm getting a little Hi. echo, so just turn uh, your okay, radio we, down. Uh, we just uh, flipped the. We, we flipped it up. Uh, okay, uh, okay. First, uh, proper popular name for boy. Well, we thought maybe it was a repeat of one from last week, Cooper. No, they're both female names. Just so you know. We've been coming and going. Okay. Well, um, well how about the other the the, the other uh, movie besides Turner and Hooch? Yeah, that year? Turner and Hooch and Canine. Canine is correct. Nice job. Okay. That's a Jim Belushi movie. That is the Jim Belushi. Nice one. Buddy cop dog movie. Yeah. I, I knew a lot of the other ones, but yeah, we don't have ter- to go there. Terrible movie. Uh, and uh, for uh, the longest uh, reigning senators, is Everett Dirksen one? I yeah. guess. I guess Dirksen. So the answer is oh, no. I'm sorry. I, again, I guess okay. I, 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 I've been I've been asleep at the switch. How about Harold Stassen? He was around for everything else. Yeah. He was he was only a governor. He was never a senator. My goodness! But 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 he ran for president like fourteen times. Okay, well. <laughs> he did. He did. Losing all right, well, that, that's all we got. Back to you guys. Thanks Gobble. a lot. Gobble. Since it's so late, I will uh, point out that the last two senators, one was from Hawaii and the other is from Massachusetts. Oh well, then in a way, that's correct. And Kennedy. And Kennedy. And Kennedy. Kennedy is our fifth. Oh, nice. All right. Good job. Good job, everybody. Nice teamwork on that. Thank you very much. And uh, all right. Let's see. We should wrap this up. Um, Let's see. Oh, Peter was wondering if the girl and dog name was uh, Dora. It is not. So but I'll tell you that momentarily. Kara, we'll start with you. Real quick. I want this kibble. You said it's not a kibble concept, so it's not like chewy. It's not chewy at all. Is this so. something like DoorDash? Uh, no, okay. um, but it's a tech thing, you know, like DoorDash kind of is. More techy right. than that. All right. Well, uh, we'll be revealing that. Yeah. The 1950 <laughs> movie that uh, Paris was Stromboli is Volcano. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the 1987-1988 movie is where a boy and his dad switch bodies. Those were both like father, like son, and vice versa. I think that is all I have. All right. Kibble turns out to be Netflix. You thought about rooting around and getting a lot of things out of that. That's that one. 1990s, the most popular TV show in the 1990s was ER. In the 2000s, it was CSI. And in the 2010s, it was Game of Thrones, the only one that was on, you know, not on network TV. And my favorite, the new product called Elf Bars that has banana cake, blue cotton candy, and pineapple coconut ice. These are vaping devices that have caught on big time with the kids today as flavoring vapes. But aren't those consumables? Those are consumables. Well, they smoke them. So I don't know. It's consumable. Well, I I thought we were, I was being asked if they were food. So yeah, yeah. I I specifically said edible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Where are we here? The six most populous U.S. states that have no national parks New York, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Georgia, and Wisconsin. Wow. The uh, most popular baby names that are also among the most popular dog names. There are two. They're both female. Um, Luna. Luna for girl and dog. And Sophia. 
or girl and dog. Anyway, um, and the other N-O country that we were looking for that begins with N-O, I should say, North Macedonia. North Macedonia. Besides North Korea and Norway. Anyway, if we didn't get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember that Minds Over Matter is here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We certainly enjoy doing the show for you. We do hope you enjoy it. 